Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Encountering God with Tom and Sarah. I am your host, Tom and Sarah. Now, our ministry is totally uh, supported by donations from those who listen. And if you'd like to donate, there's uh, you can go to paypal.me forward slash T and Sarah. You can go to Venmo, which is the at sign Tom dash and Sarah or Cash App and a dollar sign Tom and Sarah. If you'd like to donate, basically what we do, we write books. We uh, we also are starting a radio station here pretty soon. And also we travel around the world trying to um, <clears throat> just minister the gospel in different areas of the world. And if you'd like to be a part of that, feel free to donate. Um, yeah, so enjoy. If you have any comments, go ahead and email me at Tom and Sarah Ministries at gmail.com. God bless you. I want to talk a lot about today. So we had, we had some things that I had said yesterday that I guess there were some questions about what I said. And I want to be very clear about, um, what I believe. Okay. Um, first of all, um, somebody had commented that, um, that I had said that, that, uh, Joseph impregnated Mary. Well, Joseph did not impregnate Mary with Jesus. Uh, he impregnated Mary with, uh, his brothers and sisters. But Joseph did not impregnate Mary. It was the Holy Spirit that impregnated Mary um, to to give birth to Jesus. It was Joseph who had a dream to take Jesus into Egypt to um, uh, to save Jesus from the edict of Herod, which said to kill all the babies that are uh, two years old and under. Um, so uh, let me let me be very clear about this. The Holy Spirit overcame or overshadowed Mary, impregnated her with Jesus. Um, it was not Mary who was conceived without sin. It was Jesus that was conceived uh, outside of sin. And, and Mary was impregnated by the Holy Spirit. She was found to be with child, the Bible says, as the Holy Spirit, uh, by the Holy Spirit. Um, something I also said yesterday that, that I, I want to be very clear about. And that is that we shouldn't complain. We shouldn't come to God in prayer complaining. And, um, and I want to say this. Hi, Jim. I want to say this. Um, you know, the Bible does say bring our complaints to God. I, I get that. But I want us to know, I want you to know that if that's all you're doing in prayer, that's not really prayer. That's just a, that's just a gripe session. That's a complaint session with God. Do not call it prayer. Uh, we bring to the Lord our complaints. And, um, but, but what we do is if we stay in the complaining mode, we haven't really prayed, but what we need to do is to remember to be thankful for things that God has done. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. I have no problem with rejoicing. I have no problem with being thankful. I believe that if you want emotional health, uh, pastor Bill said this uh, a few days ago, um, and he said it a number of times, actually. But the thing is, it says the key to emotional and mental and, and soul health is found in the giving of thanks. First Thessalonians, hi Ann. First Thessalonians, uh, yeah, I'm still in California, Jim. And, um, First Thessalonians chapter five, verse 17 says, in the Passion Translation specifically says, let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And give thanks for everything, for this is the will of God for you. Um, and when we come to the prayer, we're supposed to pray without ceasing. Um, 
I had somebody tell me one time, if you're depressed after you pray, probably you didn't talk to Jesus, you talked to somebody else. And, and really, Jesus is the encourager. Sometimes situations are hard, and I get that. Situations get to be really, really, really tough. And what we have to do is remember that that God is on the throne. And and I, I, I understand there, there's emotions and there's feelings that are involved in there. But the key to, to, to prayer is to be thankful, to rejoice at who God is, to rejoice in who God made you to be, and to be, um, and, and, and to, and to, and to ask Jesus to make your life that prayer and make your life that, um, uh, that thing that you want. You know, I, I come before, I just don't see Jesus complaining a whole lot in prayer. I just don't see that. I see him fellowshipping with the Father. I see him asking for wisdom from the Father uh, based, you know, because he, he went to, he, he went up to pray one time. He came down from the mountain, was his custom. That was his secret place. And we've been talking about that. Uh, and, um, and then he came down and he appointed those who were going to be his apostles, his people to carry on. So um, uh, that, that he was going to train. Now, a lot of us, we have tons of people that we're teaching, we're training, but really, um, Jesus' plan, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, okay? But Jesus' plan for changing the world is to get 12 people under you, to train them to get 12 people more, and to train them to get 12 people more, and to train them to get 12 people more, and you teach them the things of God, and you train them in to being uh, who they're supposed to be. Um, I love... I love having a few people that I can be, in, be, be, be sharing my heart with, to be sharing the things of God with. I love to do that and, and to get them moving along. Nothing stirs my heart more than somebody not, uh, not being depressed anymore, but walking in encouragement. That's why my ministry is entitled, um, uh, encounters, uh, encountering God ministries. Um, that, you know, that what we're trying to do is have people encounter God, not necessarily uh, live in a humanistic way, uh, being a Christian in a humanistic way, which a lot of people do. And, you know, I mean, it's just one of the, it's just one of those things. So I wanted to make it very clear. I also believe that uh, Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Jesus died on the cross for our healing. Jesus died on the cross for our provisions as well, um, you know, and, and for our for our spirit health for our soul health, and for our body health, okay? He taught us. He taught us how to have body health. Now, <clears throat> you know, I've been reading a book, and uh, the book is really cool. It, it, just, it just basically says, hey, listen, rest is part of that. Hebrews chapter 4 talks about be diligent to enter into his rest and have one day in seven. The Bible says to have one day in seven where you don't do what you normally do, okay? And and what I do now, uh, since my nervous breakdowns, uh, <clears throat> what I do now is I, I take like five or ten minutes a couple times a day and just, you know, find a verse, read a verse. You know, I'll read and then stop at a verse and I'll meditate on it. I'll chew it up a little bit and, 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 and let it soak into my body. I'll do that a couple times. Before I go to bed, I'll lay there with my head on the pillow and I'll just let my mind wander wherever it wants to go. And, <clears throat> and that this way... Um, you know, and, and some things bring up anxiety, okay? And those are the things I bring to the Lord uh, to get rid of the anxiety. I'll bring those things to the Lord. God, that, that thing, I don't know why I feel that way. Soul, why are we feeling that way about that? Um, 
you know, I'm working right now. I haven't completed it yet, but I'm working on it right now of, of, of being renewed in my mind to having the mind of Christ and just to walk in this mindset, uh, a victorious mindset. You know, it, it doesn't mean that bad things won't happen. It just means that my mindset is, you know, this is not what it's supposed to be. This is not what it's like. And I don't have to meditate on the bad things. Um, I can meditate on who God is and I can meditate on what he's done for my life. And he can do the same uh, in me every day and, and, and be encouraged every day. I was speaking with a gentleman last yesterday. It was it was kind of funny. I ran out of gas at Bethel and, you know, I was there. I was, I was, I was there for a meeting and I had a chance to minister to a few people there as well. And uh, and afterwards, I was getting ready to drive home and I didn't have any gas. And I was like, what in the world? You know, so my first thought was, you know, it figures. It just figures. And I'm like, you know, <clears throat> whatever. And I, I remember yesterday, too, um, I was uh, just after I prayed, I was driving to church and uh, I had to drop somebody off. And as I was leaving, dropping them off, um, I got into an accident and I thought, you know, it just figures. This is how my life is going to be. And that was my, fr- and, and I'm not proud of that. That's just kind of like, man, you know, so I was talking to a friend of mine about it and I just said, you know, you know, I gotta, I gotta work on my mindset. And, and he just said, you know, and I, and we, and we talked about it and he looked at me and he just goes, yeah, you're so much better off than you were four years ago, five years ago. You know, you, you're, you're doing so well. Don't, you know, don't give in. You're, you're, you're still doing it. You're still going forward. And so don't give in yet. And, um, and then I just remembered how good God was. And it just, you know, that, that's one of my favorite things is that God is good, you know? And so I know that God is good. And I just say, yeah, God, you're good. And working with this bad situation, you can weave it together so that good can come out of it. You know, now in the accident, nobody got hurt, you know, get that. Um, I was able to get some gas to, to drive home. And, um, so those things happen and you just kind of go, you know, so, I'm a very encouraging person. I'm not a, a Debbie Downer a lot uh, in public. I'm not a Debbie Downer. Um, I'm, I'm more of a encouraging person. I want to build you up. That's my calling. That's my gifting. But one of the things I'm working on, and I believe that we all need to work on it, is to love ourselves and to encourage ourselves. It was David who said, um, uh, it was David who came out and, and, uh, and, and he, everything was falling apart for him. And the Bible says David went and encouraged himself in the Lord. So that's where I am. Isn't that cool? Okay. Um, I, I believe, too, that uh, that God gave us uh, leadership. Uh, he gave us the fivefold ministry to be leaders over us. And, um, and, and, we, and, and, I, and I, have impart, I believe in impartations. I believe in healing. I believe in, in, in salvations. I believe in that. I believe in revival. I believe the uh, last revival is coming. Uh, I do not believe. Uh, I, I do not want to have the earth fall apart. I don't want uh, unsaved people dying. I, I want them to come to the Lord. My my goal is not to have any perish, but that all come to repentance. Uh, when I see a crying child in, in, in a supermarket or something like that, I pray for the mother. I mean, I know what they're going through. I don't know everything they're going through, but I know what they're going through. It's really tough to be a single mom. You know, and a father's would be fathers and step up to the plate and be men who they're supposed to be. We wouldn't have uh, we wouldn't have so many uh, or this problem of lack of fathers. 
Whoa, that was my little soapbox. I'm sorry about that. Anyway, we have a, a loving, benevolent Father in heaven that loves us so much. So very briefly, I'm just going to talk about this for a very short time, I hope. Um, wow. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if the video is having some trouble, but the audio is doing pretty good, so we'll keep going here. He says this. Um, I want to read in Isaiah. Let's see if I... Here we go. Um, close a couple windows. Uh, he says this in Isaiah chapter 45, verse 3. Now I'm reading out of the Passion Translation. He says, I will give you hidden treasures of darkness and wealth waiting in secret sites so that you recognize me. For it is I, Yahweh, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. For the sake of my servant Jacob and Israel, my chosen, I call you by your name and give you a title of honor. And then he says in verse 5, um, I am Yahweh, the only God there is, and you'll never find another. I will strengthen you for victory even though you do not intimately know who I am yet. Yet through you, everyone will know that I really am. Those from the rising sun in the east to the west, everyone everywhere will know that I am Yahweh, the one and only God. There is no other. I create light. I make it dark. I make bliss and I create adversity. And I want to read that um, the meaning of that, that uh, he, he brings peace. He brings prosperity, bliss, wholeness. Um, and then he says he also brings woe and disaster and calamity uh, sometimes. So it just depends. And he says, I am Yahweh who does all these things. Now he's talking to Cyrus, who is not, um, he was a Persian king. Uh, he's mentioned 22 times in the Bible. Uh, his name means the rays of sun. And God calls him shepherd, his anointed one. Isn't that interesting how God calls somebody else an anointed one? So anyway, he's just saying, I give you hidden treasures. And now I'm talking to you and I'm talking to me today that God gives us hidden treasures of darkness and wealth waiting in secret sites so that you recognize me for it is I, Yahweh, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. He, he, he gives you the hidden treasures of the darkness. There are things that we that we face and that we go into, into dark places, but there's hidden treasures in there. I remember the gentleman who uh, who went and uh, he went to get the pearl of great price. You remember that? Uh, and he, and he, he found this pearl of great price in this field. He went out and sold everything he had to buy the field, had the, the treasure of that field. He went out and bought the field. I'm telling you today. Buy your field so that you can find the hidden treasures. The hidden treasures of darkness. Sometimes we get into the dark places and God wants us to be, um, God wants us to know that there's hidden treasures there. Find out where he is in those dark times of your life and recognize that he's there and where he is, there must be a treasure. Okay, and then he says the wealth waiting in secret sites. Now he's not talking about necessarily financial wealth. What he's talking about is a wealthy mindset there. You need to have the mindset of God. We talked um, on one of my on one of my videos, uh, we, we talked about having the mind of Christ. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, uh, the Tom and Sarah YouTube channel that you can go to. And I, and I talked about 
just some things. This, the, you know, changing the way you think. This is where I'm going right now. And that, that, that we go into these places of thinking and we get away from religiousness and we recognize that these, these secret places that we go to, the secret place that we go to in prayer, there's such a wealth there that God wants to pour out on us if we want to, if we want to find it, if we want to spend time there. God is powerful. Amen. He loves you so much. Amen. And he wants you. He wants you to know how much he loves you. Um, hopefully tomorrow, I don't know, we're having this prophetic conference this week here at Bethel. And uh, so I'm going to be helping out ushering. And um, basically my job is to make sure people uh, behave themselves. And um, and then so what I'm going to do is you know, I'm going to be there. So I don't know if I'm going to have time to do any more this week. I'm going to try to. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to do lives. I know I'm going to do my podcast, but I don't know if I'm going to do lives. I'm going to try to do my podcast anyway. So anyway, God bless you guys. This is just a great day. Um, and understand, you know, I don't mind, uh, I don't mind people disagreeing with me. I have no problem with that at all. You know, I don't want to argue. I'm not going to argue on social media. I'm, uh, you know, message me or whatever. But, you know, if you want to say, Hey, listen, you need to clarify this. You need to clarify that. I'll be glad to do it. Um, I'm not adverse to making mistakes. My goodness. You know, that's, um, I'm not in heaven yet. I'm working on perfection. I haven't been there yet, but God is good. So anyway, next week, I want to say this too. You guys can be in prayer. Next week, at the end of the week, I'm going to be in Eugene, Oregon um, uh, for some for a speaking engagement there. And, and I'm really excited about it. It's going to be a Friday and Saturday so far. And uh, we'll see what else happens after that. So anyway, God bless you guys. Today is a great day to be alive. And I am fully convinced that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us through him. So anyway, God bless you and have a great day. God is amazing. Um, and I'll see you the next time. Again, I do have a YouTube channel. Go on into it. Tom and Sarah, you just go there. I've got some videos there. I've got some songs there as well. When I used to be able to sing really well or sing somewhat well and um, got some stories there, got testimonies on there as well. God bless you guys. Have a great day. We'll talk to you the next time.